If, like most of us, uh, you'd like to see more return in your account and less in the hands of the taxman, it's important to engage with the details to understand how you can maximize uh, the tax breaks that are offered. Uh, a famous saying attributed to Benjamin Franklin reminds us that there are only two certainties in life, death and taxes. And while we've got little control over the first one, we can certainly be quite strategic about the second. Uh, there are many very legal ways to reduce your tax bill and boost your investment account. The South African government has put a number of incentives in place to really encourage us to invest for the long term while helping us save on our tax bill and uh, can be very attractive, particularly when you look at how the value compounds over time. Uh, and with that, we've invited Rita Kuhl, who is uh, head of individual consulting strategy at Alex Forbes, uh, to share some tax advice with us as uh, that time approaches. Rita, welcome and uh, all the best for the new year. Hi, Michael. Thank you very much. Same to you. Now, obviously, I understand that contributing to a retirement annuity, let's start there, can lead to tax savings. Could you just explain in a little bit more detail how these tax savings work, especially with regards to reducing your taxable income and the tax-free growth on investments? Sure. The contribution benefit is not only towards retirement annuities. You can make additional contributions in most cases to your employer fund that's a pension or a provident fund. So the tax uh, benefit is the same whether you do it for an RA or pension fund or provident fund. And you can contribute up to 27.5% of your total taxable income for the year and get the the tax back. It's a, it's a bit more complicated than that, but what effectively happens is you by the contribution um, that you make you reduce your taxable income and if you have a smaller taxable income you have a potentially even lower tax rate or just effectively pay less tax right so let's use round numbers here um, at 27.5 percent if, if you're earning a, a million rand a year you can take uh, 275,000 odd rand off what your taxable income would be Absolutely. There are some limits. So you cannot contribute more than 350,000 rand for the year and get the tax back. That is crucial to remember because it's not saying that you can't get the tax back ever or that you're not allowed to contribute more than 350,000 rand, but you won't get the tax back in that very same year. So if you did contribute more than the 350,000 rand, then your tax relief will roll over and roll over and roll over. And it can roll over all the way up to retirement if you haven't claimed everything back. So it can either reduce your lump sum tax that you then, if you take cash at retirement, it uh, can... uh, be offset against that. Or if you still haven't used up all your tax benefits, then all the excess tax that you could claim, it could even benefit you in your retirement where it reduces the tax on your retirement income. So it's it never gets lost. Oh. So definitely a very good way to do this. Yeah, I think that's a very important point to, to raise there. The fact that it does roll over and and it, uh, and it never gets lost. M- maybe that's a good point to, to focus on when we then get to that uh, point where we're drawing an income come in retirement, uh, I think the idea of taking one third of accumulated savings as a cash lump sum is obviously interesting. How does this work and what consideration should one keep in mind when deciding the proportion for a lump sum versus a monthly income? So first of all, your one third, that is obviously still for pension funds at the moment. It's going to depend on firstly, if you have any large 
lump sum cash needs at retirement. So, for example, you still need to pay off your bond. You have debt to settle. There needs to be enough for that. Also, the first 550,000 rand that you take as a lump sum at retirement uh, is tax-free. That is a cumulative amount. So, if you have taken money prior to retirement, it will be offset against that 550. But a lot of people start with that and say, okay, let me take the tax-free that that SARS is giving me as a once-off gift, and I'm going to utilize that to supplement my income after retirement. So you can, for example, say you wanted to have an income of 50,000 rand per month after tax in your bank account on a monthly basis for the rest of your life. But now, instead of getting your whole income from a taxable source like a living annuity, by taking some cash um, at retirement, say that one third, Paying tax up front, now you can say, I want to take a portion of my money out of that after-tax product, um, and I can supplement my total income requirement. I'm not taking 50,000 rand out of my living annuity. I'm, I only need to take 30,000 rand out of my living annuity, and the, the rest is going to come out of the after-tax discretionary product. So there are so many nice ways that you can save tax, oh, yeah. not only by making the correct contributions, but also by structuring your tax completely legally after retirement. Yeah, very interesting that, that flex of having a lump sum and a monthly income, it really does contribute to a far more robust retirement uh, strategy when uh, I hear you putting it like that. When it comes to the 27.5% that we can deduct, obviously then that would uh, uh, in very uh, many instances push you into a lower tax bracket and you've got all of those benefits as well. So it, it probably in the current landscape is the the most effective uh, tax structuring that we can do would you say put investing into a pension or provident fund or a retirement annuity i don't i can't think of anything that's uh, that's better no, I'm sure there are some schemes that you can go into, but really for ease of usage, these are the, the best ways to do it. And the reason why I mentioned the pension and provident funds is that um, you can set, if you make a contribution into those funds, because those are employer funded, you are dealing with economies of scale for the costing. And very often and most likely, your investment costs are going to be lower as part of your employer scheme than what it is going to be as part of your retirement needs. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with having a retirement annuity if you don't belong to an employer fund. It's a really great product. But if you have the opportunity, rather than set up your own separate uh, retirement annuity, make the contribution into your employer fund where you now have um, the benefit of reduced costs, which improves your outcome over time as well. Mm -hmm. And the nice thing about these contributions as well is that there is no tax on the growth. Whereas, for example, if you put money in a bank account, after your certain limit of uh, that you get back for, for the, on the interest and the, the rest uh, of the gain that you get in your bank account is going to be added to your taxable income, the money, the growth that you have in your retirement funds is tax-free. So that also compounds immensely over time, giving you that benefit. And then we've also got um, two pot, which is in the pipeline. And uh, fortunately, the industry has been given a bit more time here uh, because one just has to think uh, about dealing with, you know, SARS and and the various uh, mandates and how, you know, that's going to work from a practical level. But effectively, I think what 
perhaps has stopped some people from going into these products is very often you are you're kind of locked in until age 55 and people thought oh well you know if there's an emergency i can't access some money if i desperately need it two pot is now set to change all of that absolutely so we will still obviously tell people to not use their long-term savings for retirement if they can help it for yeah. short-term emergencies. You should still be building up money for a short-term emergency. And a, um, a product that you can use, um, for example, for that is a tax-free savings account. You're not getting any tax deductions on the contribution, but the growth also is tax-free. And a tax-free savings account will work the best if you can keep the money growing for over a longer period. So you have the compound on compound on compound interest. But if you do get into an emergency, then it is accessible. Not like the retirement annuity that traditionally used to be completely locked up. But being locked up is also not the end of the world sometimes because it also means that if you get into financial trouble, per a person can't say, oh, but you owe me money, take the money out of the retirement annuity. It is protected um, yeah. against those yeah, claims. It is. It's, it's shielded against creditor uh, claims. Mm -hmm. So that, that is also a very important component of this. Uh, I don't want to get into the nitty gritty of what happens when you get divorced and how you split those things up because that can become quite a, a, an interesting conversation as well. Yes. Uh, staying with tax-free savings, I, I like to for, call them tax-free investment accounts because often we think of tax-free savings accounts and you put your money in accounts and oh, what are you going to get? Nine, nine mm. and a half percent maybe but you can use these as wrappers to invest in ETFs um, and, and just think of the growth compounded over time, even though it's a relatively small annual limit of, what, 36,000. If you start early enough, open one for your children, you compound that yes. over 18 years. And, um, you know, by the time they're going to varsity, there's a decent sum to start them off. Absolutely. People should not discount the fact that it's only 36,000. Small things add up to big outcomes and mm -hmm. over time. And if you if you give that magic um, boost of time, that is where you're going to get to your ultimate uh, benefit. And so start small. Grandparents can give um, on behalf of their grandchildren, for example. And it, you start basically handing over inheritances by giving this 36,000 rand um, every year. And as you mentioned, you can be very conservatively invested in cash and not pay tax on, on the interest, or you can go all the way to 100% offshore and have uh, a really uh, growth portfolio in your tax-free savings account. Yeah, everything in AI stocks and to the moon and that kind of thing, <laughs> if that's what you want to do, which you shouldn't. I mean, that's far too concentrated <laughs> and risky. But uh, yeah, mm. as we approach the end of the tax year, what are the specific actions that you'd recommend for individuals to take full advantage of all of these annual tax benefits that we get? Are there any last-minute strategies or considerations to keep in mind? Because some might think, oh, jeepers, I haven't really thought of this. Um, is it is it do I still have time to put all of this into a pension fund do I you know have I missed the boat for example just uh, what were the for those who leave things till the last minute what would your advice be well lucky we still have time until the 29th of February we get one extra day this year and um, speak to first of all if you do have a pension or provident fund speak to your HR department to see how they will be able to accept the additional money if that is a problem it might be that you need to set up a retirement annuity the new generation ones are very flexible so even if you just use it for this year and next year you you can do it in your employer fund um, so be it um, there is still plenty of time for, for those products to be set up make use of your tax 
Treasury Savings Account contribution of 36,000 Rand for, for this year. And I would suggest that on the 1st of March, new tax year, you immediately put the extra 36,000 in for next year because then you have a whole year of compounding ahead of you um, mm. before you have to um, have the benefit next year again. Absolutely. And thanks for the reminder. Yes, it is a leap year. So uh, best to <laughs> look at your tax affairs this year before you leap uh, into that new uh, tax year. Some great advice. Thank you very much for providing all of that insightful information. Rita Cool of Alex Forbes. Uh, it's clear that retirement planning goes beyond just numbers. It's about creating a, a story for your future. And the numbers certainly do help to create the story that you want to uh, create for your life. You're listening to Classic Business.